0: Lord, amen. Praise God. As we were singing that song, I began to go like this. And I believe that this is a point of contact for Psalms one hundred seven twenty, where he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. And so we're going to send the word to some good friends of ours. Mike and Cindy Powers, the whole family got hit with COVID. Uh, Mike says it's hellish. And so they're in Little Rock, Arkansas. Can we send the word of healing to them right now? They may be watching right now. We breka pa sorremiste. We come a mande. We come a vi We come before the throne of grace on behalf of that precious family the powers in the name of jesus all right <laughs> we send the word may send the word we send the word into their home in little rock in the name of jesus we curse that virus we curse the effects of it right now in the name of the lord jesus christ we say we send the word of the lord we send the word of the lord We send the word of the Lord. And Cindy, we send the word of the Lord to your loved ones, to Chet. And I believe his wife's name is Kathy, right? Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we send the word to Chet. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, we know that you are greater, you're greater than lymphoma. You're greater than any cancer in the name of Jesus. Ombra And we send the word to their household, wherever they're at. And we send the word to the households of Heart of the Bay. All of our family, all of our family members, all of our partners in the name of Jesus. We kasonde. Ambro Kashete kamataya. my, mande, kema tare, kamatide. Amalato, Amalato lamate, elemente levocolinete, amblocosite emblaco, aviando capachilite andolokosheia. We speak to their organs, we speak to their tissues, we speak to their lungs, we speak to their kidneys, we speak to their heart, we speak to their livers, we speak to their backs, we speak to their knees, we speak to their brains in the name of Jesus. And we send the Word. Come on, let's send the Word. Pakalitea. Whoo! Oh, baki shemataya. Oh my, 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 Working. The, the Word is working. The Word is working. The Word of God is working mightily in them. Working mightily. Both the effect and cause a cure. In their bodies. haha! Oh, thank you for a move, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for a move. Thank you, Lord, for a move. A move of prayer. A move of healing. A move of miracles, Lord. Thank you for a move. Thank you for a move. Ha ha. Woo! Ha 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 ha. Ha ha. Glory to God. We speak, we speak to weary souls. We speak to discouragement. We speak to disappointment. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we demand that you take your hands off the minds of, and off the souls of your people in this church in this place in this membership in this partnership in this family of ministries in Amrokosamre Kishtanay we command you to take your hands off of them be removed in Jesus' name we got something to praise him about let's praise him Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Ginamakonde Vedi Bosande. Gido do Dodabagandhare Vesh diledaba. Y de la 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 lola vo shonda liliandalabaya. Woo glory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I speak a word of restoration and recovery for those that have been affected and impacted by kasore pala nose. Lord, in the natural realm, it doesn't look good for some, but you are good. And we call upon you. We call upon the name of the Lord. May your goodness surround my brother. surrounding him quickening him restoring him Lord we're asking you bring him back all the way bring him back all the way bring him back all the way Lord oh my oh my 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 and we and we call him and we call and we call you out, you spirit of fear that has held people in bondage these last 18 months. We call you out, you foul spirit from the pit of hell, you spirit of fear that has paralyzed many people. We come against you in the name of Jesus. Come on, help me pray. Help me bind this right now. Oh, Umbaraka Yata. Oh, Rikeshelelon. Oh, Pakaso. Ha 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 ha. We chase you out. We chase you out. We demekela lava In Jesus' name. Amako Shapataya. Peace. Peace for their souls. Peace for their souls. Oh, my, my. Peace for their souls. Woo. Ha, ha. Help me out, PT, so I catch my breath a minute. Glory to God. ka shatayah tohaya Oh, ra ka na na
1: Renewal and revival, reviving, restoring, restore, we say restore to those bodies that they may be raised up, raised up, ha! Up raised up by the power of the living God, by the power of the living God put the name, we put the blood on those circumstances in Jesus' name, yeah, strength arising from the inside, oh yeah, strength arising from the inside, strength arising, strength arising as you go surrounding them, Yes, strengthened uh-huh. with all might, all might in the inner man first, but reflecting into the outer man too. A refreshing, yeah, a raising up. Your word says the prayer of faith will raise them up, raise them up in Jesus' mighty name. Changes, changes, changes. Ha ha ha. Changes, changes for the better Changes, changes for the better yeah, uh-huh. Change being loosed In the mighty name of every name The name of Jesus The name of Jesus Glory We plead the name of Jesus The name of Jesus The name of Jesus
0: Lead the name above every name. Glory to God. Glory to God. tama Ninsikotamayede. Ha, ha, ha. The name which is above every name. Ha, ha. Mosoredeste. Haha, matose Haha, not backing down from those other names. Haha, <laughs> stepping up, standing strong in His name. For the name of the Lord is our strong tower, and as we run into it, we are safe. We are prokasezean Andola Makea. We are the safest of the safe. And so so we'll keep our eyes set upon you. Not on the things we've heard, not on this or that or the other. Oh, but we set our mind, we set our hearts, we set our lives on the name which is above every name. (laughs) So whatever we do, we do it in the name. We travel in the name we going from point A to point B in the name. We live in the name. We breathe the name. Hallelujah. We have faith in the name. Faith in the name. In the name which is above every name. Glory to God. No other name. No other name. No other name under heaven. Whereby you we must be saved. Ha, ha There's no other name. Neither is there any name under heaven given among men. Whereby we must be saved. Hallelujah. Oh, mataya. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. la barranda. Afasunde eleveste pataya. Thank you, Lord. Hmm. Glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Heaven stands at attention, at the mention of His name, and hell trembles at the mention of the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. For Satan witnessed firsthand the power in the name of Jesus. And he. Jesus whipped him in his own backyard. And as we as believers take our seat and our place of authority. And we use the power invested in the name of Jesus, the enemy trembles. Ha ha ha! The enemy trembles, and the enemy runs in terror when we proclaim loudly, boldly, confidently, Jesus. Ha ha ha! Jesus is Lord. Jesus is alive and well. Jesus rules and reigns. Hallelujah! <laughs> Woo! Thank you, Lord, for the power in your wonderful yes, name. Yes, yes, yeah! <laughs> and it's not just power that Jesus has. He gave us the use of the name. <laughs> Heaven stands at attention hell trembles when we mention the name of Jesus. Just think about this. Maybe you've been real close to somebody running into you on the road or something horrible happening and you don't have time to get on your knees and pray for 10 or 15 minutes. But if you will just, Jesus... How many of you have experienced that you've been in a a really difficult situation and all you did is say Jesus? And a big angel stopped that car from hitting you or or whatever it was. Jesus, let's just exalt him. Let's just say his name. Jesus.
0: Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. You have anything? If you don't, that's okay. You got one thing? Okay, let me get your mic. Praise the Lord. This is Caleb, Joshua's friend. You can be seated. hallelujah you know Caleb he had a different spirit about him you know he had the spirit of faith that's what you've got (laughs) a
2: world changer (laughs) you're lifting up the name of Jesus we're magnifying his name and you know the Bible says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous they run into it and they are safe the name of Jesus is your strong tower. He is your fortress. He is your hiding place. He is your rampart. He's your stronghold. When life feels overwhelming, when the situations don't go your way, when it seems like the storms are raging all around you, you have the name of Jesus that you can call on. Yeah. You have hope in every situation, no matter what it looks like, because we know the King of Kings and we know the Lord of Lords. We know Jesus Christ, the Son of God. You know, there's one thing that the Bible commands us over and over not to do. It says, do not fear. Fear not. Fear not, for I am with you. We are commanded over and over not to fear. And yet we could find ourselves in that place of fear and worry, anxiety, anxiousness and doubt. We could find us in that place on a daily basis. But God has commanded us do not fear because I am with you call upon the name of the Lord and you will be saved even though your situation might look impossible even though life might be weighing upon you there is hope and there is salvation always in the name of Jesus there's salvation for your soul and your spirit but there's salvation right in that circumstance that you're going through if you'll take your focus off of the situation And get your focus off of your own insecurities or inadequacies. Quit looking at yourself and allowing the enemy to tear you down. But just turn your attention to Jesus. Just look upon Him. Call on His name and say, God, I will focus on you. Instead of looking at the wind and the waves and the and the turmoil of the things around me, God, or, or I didn't see things go the way that I thought they would, say, Lord, I find hope in you. I find my shelter in you, mighty God. With you, I am always home. Your presence is my home, mighty King. I call upon your name and I'm saved, mighty God. Lord, have your way in this situation. No matter what comes, I will stand firm. No matter if war breaks out against me, no matter if an army pursues me, even then then I will be confident because I know in whom I have believed. I trust in the name of Jesus so I am stable and steadfast in every situation. I trust in the Lord my God and He is mighty to save. If you'll turn your perspective to Him, if you'll look upon Him, the Bible says in His light you will see light. He will give you understanding in the midst of confusion. He will show you the way out. He'll give you wisdom on what to do. But when you're in turmoil and when you're in doubt, your soul is is speaking louder than your spirit. So you need to quiet your soul in the presence of God. Begin to speak the name of Jesus. Magnify and lift up his holy name. And say, God, you are above all. And in his presence, let your soul experience the peace of God. You know, the peace of God is something that you yield to. The Bible says, let the peace of God reign in you. We yield to the peace of God when we speak the name of Jesus, when we invite Jesus on the scene. And you'll notice that as you begin to do that, as you begin to lift up the name of Jesus, your soul begins to quiet down. And guess what? You'll be like Elijah in the tomb. You're going to hear that still small voice. You're going to recognize the voice of your Savior. You're going to recognize the spirit of truth who lives inside of you. The guide on the inside. He's your counselor. He's your paraclete. He comes alongside to help you and to strengthen you. He doesn't speak on his own, but he brings glory to the name of Jesus by taking from what is his and making it known to you. That is not something you only experience here in this sanctuary. But that is an experience that you can have right on your own. You could experience him in your car. You could experience him in your house, in your room, as you just take the time to just lift up the name of Jesus. Rest on your knees and say, Jesus, I trust you. I thank you for your goodness. Thank you that you will never leave me or forsake me, God. Lord, I need direction. I need insight. I need encouragement. I need comfort but He is there for you. He's not far away. He's dwelling inside of you. And if you will lift up the name of Jesus in your life, exalt Him over every circumstance and situation, the Bible promises this, that those who put their hope in the Lord will never be put to shame. Amen. Amen.
0: Yeah, I like that. Praise God. Thank you guys so much. Good job, Irene, Michelle. Praise God, all of you. Praise the Lord. Let me give you some word before we go home. We got plenty already, but look at Luke chapter 18, if you would. So we're praising, we're preaching, and we're praying. Praise God. What a wonderful, wonderful explosion. Amen. Of God's goodness. Hallelujah. If you look at Luke chapter 18 and verse 1, it says, And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Uh, I know what Young's translation says. I think they're going to pull it up here in a moment. Young's translation says, It behooveth us to pray and to not faint. You know, when we don't pray, that's what opens the door for being faint or being discouraged. The Amplified version of it says this, he told them the parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not to turn coward. If it was a Western, don't turn yeller. <laughs> not turn coward, don't lose heart, and don't give up. So this is straight from the Master. We ought always to pray And not to faint. And then, if you look over at 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, it says there that we are to pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Now, what does that mean to us? That doesn't mean that every breath that we pray, that we're going to have to, every breath that we take, that we're going to have to pray. No. He talks about praying without ceasing. What he's saying here is this is that prayer is is a lifestyle. Prayer is a a way of life. I mean, really from the time that your eyes open up in the morning, you ought to have your heart and your mind and set your affection on him. Like we're talking about tonight, setting our mind and our affection on the name of Jesus. Amen. And so uh, prayer, when prayer becomes a lifestyle and becomes a way of life, It's not difficult. It's not hard. You'll enter into the divine flow of the spirit of prayer. And it's amazing what will happen when prayer becomes a lifestyle. If you will pray without ceasing as a way of life, you will be absolutely amazed at what steps or what journey or prayer assignments the Lord gives you right in your own bedroom. I mean, you can write from your own bedroom. You can go to Hong Kong. You can go to Afghanistan. You can go around the world in prayer. Now, the third witness of this is found in Ephesians. And we looked at this last week. Ephesians, the sixth chapter. And we notice in verse 18 where he says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. And watching thereunto with all perseverance. Everyone say, with all perseverance. That's consistency, that's not backing down or backing off, that's not turning yeller, but being per, be, be persevering and supplication for all saints. How many of you know you can't pray for all saints in just one service? You can't tap into every kind of prayer that God has made available to us in a church service. But as we all individually take our place in prayer, that we take our post in prayer... Some way, somehow, the job gets done. People are prayed for around the world. The saints are lifted up. The sick are healed. Amen? Amen? And so we see here, pray at all times. We ought not to faint. And we are to pray without ceasing. Now, Jesus modeled this for us. Turn over to Mark, the first chapter. And you'll notice something in verse 35. Mark chapter 1 And verse 35. It says here, and in the morning he rose up a great while before day. Understand this now that this is the Son of God. This is Jesus, the Son of the living God. He needed to spend time in prayer. And the best way that he knew how to be secluded is he needed to get up and get away from the distractions that were around him the scripture says in the morning he rose up a great while before day and he went out and departed into a solitary place and there he prayed i wonder if jesus needs to pray and needed to pray do we need to pray And one of the main things that Jesus prayed about was getting direction from the Father. He said, I cannot do of my own self anything on my own might or in my own self. He said, I didn't come down from heaven to do my own will, but I came down from heaven to do the will of him that sent me. He had big decisions to make and he wasn't winging it. He wasn't winging it. You know, he got up a great while before day. He went out to a solitary place and there prayed. Now we see the same thing in Luke, the sixth chapter. And you'll notice this in verse 12. Luke 6 and verse 12. It says, And it... Uh, praise the Lord. Glory, glory, glory. Ha, ha, ha. And it came to pass in those days... Then he went out into a mountain to pray and he continued all night in prayer to God. Jesus did that. There were things that needed to be decided. He needed to choose his disciples. He didn't wake up in the morning, have breakfast with the guys, and he said, okay, what are we going to do? Who wants to be an apostle? Who wants to be a disciple? After all, God loves all of us. And we can be what we want to be. No, it's not man's choosing, it's God's choosing. And God has choices for our lives. There are some things in our lives that uh, re- require sometimes extended periods of prayer. I, I like to call it circling the city. Just sensing what the Spirit of God is saying. And you know, you might find in your life that you're praying about something and you need to pray about it over and over and over again because you're not clear yet. You're not clear yet. And if you're not clear yet, it's not good to go. You got to know before you go. Right. So there's a lot of questions, you know, that come into our minds. You know, should I, should I take this job? Should I not take this job? Should I move out of California or should I stay in California? You know, should I sell my house or should I not sell my house? All sorts of decisions we're faced with on a regular basis. Now Jesus, he got up a great while before day. He went out to a mountain apart to pray. Why did he have to do that? He had to do that for the same reason we have to do it and to get to the secret place. Because we live in a cursed world. We live in a fallen world. We live in a world that will try to keep us out of that secret place where the answers for our lives are. The enemy will do anything and everything that he possibly can to keep you away from the presence of God. Because he knows that there's answers in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so we're going to follow His example. We're going to get away with God. We're going to hear from God. And we're going to know exactly what God has told us to do. You know, we have an anointing. We have an unction. In 1 John chapter 2, and verse 20, notice this. It says this. Read it with me. He says, We have an unction from the Holy One... And we know all things. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for giving us the ability to hear from heaven. In 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, let's look over there. In 1 Corinthians, chapter 2, and it starts, I think, right around in verse 9. 1 Corinthians, the second chapter and the ninth verse. Hallelujah. I'm trying to use my Bible more than I am my notes. Sometimes it doesn't work that well. But 1 Corinthians chapter 2, amen? I believe it's around verse 9, or is it verse 9? Verse 9, okay. Yeah, oh, I'm in 2 Corinthians. That's what I get. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 9. It says, But as it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the what? The things that God has prepared for us. I'm sure there are some things that God has prepared for each in every one of us that perhaps we've not quite discovered yet are walked in yet. And so, and it doesn't matter how long you've been a Christian or how long you've been around, God always has more. He always has more for His people. We should not sit back and settle for how far we have come up to this point. Scriptures like we're going from glory to glory, that we're moving up and we're moving on from one degree of glory to the next. How many of you know that God's got greater glory for us? And so He's prepared things for us, but part of our preparation... To tap into what he has prepared for us is to pray. To pray. Eye has not seen, neither has ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Do you love him? But notice this in verse 10. But God has revealed them unto us by what? By his So the answers that we need in life for direction or to tap into the preparations of God come by His Spirit. It comes by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us. So one of the things that we can do to better hear from heaven and to better tap into those preparations of God is we can become more Holy Spirit-minded. One person said it like this, becoming more God-inside-minded. In other words, cultivating the revelation that the greater one lives in you And He's not just there to hitchhike a ride through life. God, the third person of the God ahead, lives in me. He lives in you. He is what someone has called in the old English language, He is your holy guest. Now many of you have had a guest in your home before, That you honored and you considered quite a privilege to have them there, right? It's wonderful to have a guest in your home that you can honor. And as you honor this guest in your home, you give them the best bed. You don't put them on a pallet in the living room. You don't get an inflatable and put them on the pallet in the living room, do you? You don't call them after you've all eaten breakfast. And say, hey, come on, we're through some scraps here. You can, you know, if you're hungry, we got a few things left. No, you honor your guest. You put him or her first place. There's an invitation that you and I can participate, which is the invitation of the Spirit of God coming into every area of our lives. He is our guest sent from heaven. And what is he sent from heaven to do? He is sent from heaven to help us. He's sent from heaven to guide us. He's sent from heaven to lead us. He's sent from heaven to strengthen us. He's sent from heaven to intercede for us. He is our standby. He is our heavenly helper. And so we don't want to get religious where the Holy Spirit is concerned and just every once in a while pray. We don't want to get into a ritual where the Spirit of God is concerned and, you know, well, yeah, we're going to celebrate the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost. I'm telling you what, every day is the day of Pentecost. Every day is a day to reverence the Spirit of the living God. Every day is a day to commune with Him. The communion and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. May He be with you all. Every day of your life. And so Jesus went into a mountain apart to pray early and he communed with his Father and he got direction from his Father. And the same day, the Bible says, he had a list of who his apostles were to be. It was listed, it was branded down in his spirit. I wonder. Can God arrange your list? Can God answer your questions? Can God give you insight as what to do about your business? Can he give you insight as what to do or what not to do about your investments? Amen. He's the Holy Spirit. He lives on the inside of us. Oh, hallelujah. And he knows a whole lot more than I do. And he knows a whole lot more than you do. And so let us cultivate that kind of relationship. One of the best ways I know to commune with the Holy Spirit is like Caleb was saying, is be still and know that he is God. Hallelujah. But God has revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things. He searches the deep things of God. For what man knoweth, verse 11, the things of a man save the spirit of man which is in him, even so the things of God knoweth no man. And a lot of people stop reading right there. Well, it says, you know, no man can know what the mind of God is. But notice with me the rest of it but the Spirit of God. And then in the next verse he says, Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know. Know. Everyone say, that I might know." know. Are there some things that you don't know that you'd like to know? Raise your hand. I got both hands up. (laughs) Are there some things that perhaps you're circling the city on, you're praying about, that you really desire and you really need to know? These things do not come as a result of having a casual relationship with Jesus. These things come by having an intimate relationship with Christ and with the Holy Spirit. People, including me, don't get direction by praying some sort of a flippant prayer, a casual prayer. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, I need to know about this situation right now. I'm asking you to show me amen. Now, that can work. But I believe it doesn't really work probably nine times out of ten. That's why he's given you the ability to pray in the Spirit. When you're praying in the Spirit, which is praying in other tongues, you know what you're doing? You're praying out mysteries. You're praying out things that your head knows nothing about. But as you, if you will persist in prayer and do your due diligence where prayer is concerned, those mysteries will be unfolded and those mysteries will be revealed. He told us to call unto him and that he would show us great and mighty things which we don't know. The Amplified says things that are fenced in. Things that we have not yet become aware of up here. But I believe it's time for those things to be fenced in to be let loose. And I believe one of the greatest ways that we can do it is by praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost will edify you. It will charge your spirit up just like a natural battery. But that's not the only reason for praying in tongues. Praying in tongues will make you much more aware of the spirit realm than you are the natural realm. Amen? Praying in the spirit will help us Turn the distractions and the darkness and the curse of this age off and open up a door and open up an avenue for the supernatural power and direction of God to come. Oh my, 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 my. Glory to God. And so it pays rich dividends to set time apart. It pays rich dividends to take your time in the presence of God. So I want to encourage you in this prayer school to practice praying in the Spirit. Practice the very presence of God. In His presence, there are answers. In His presence, there are things, praise God, that you and I can know. Did Jesus know? What did he do to know? He spent the time that it took to pray. Now, if you'll study this out, and I know this is more like an exhortation tonight, we're not going into a full-blown teaching, but if you'll study this out in Luke chapter 6, you'll discover it was the same day that he named his disciples, he named his apostles. And the fact that he went to the mountain a great while before day tells me that he must have spent at least eight hours in prayer. Eight hours in prayer. I wonder, would it do some of us good to stay up all night to pray? To get the direction that we need? There are life-changing things that we need to know that God will show and that God will give us. And so I want to encourage you to take the time. I'm not saying stay up all night tonight for heaven's sake. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is take the time that you need in pray. If you pray about something one day and you don't have the answer, men ought always to pray and not faint. If you pray about something tomorrow, maybe for a half hour, an hour, and you're not clear yet, hey... Pray without ceasing. Hit it again the next day. And if you're not clear the next day, just keep hitting it again and again and again and again till you get clear down here. You know one of the benefits of being clear down here and knowing the direction to go is when you take off and you head in that direction... When hell comes your way, you'll not be moved. When the storm comes to stop you, you'll not be moved. Why? Because you took the time to get inside information, inside this book, and inside your spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If Brenda and I did not know that we 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 were called to be in the San Francisco Bay Area, we would have left 30 years ago. We would have left maybe 39 years ago. But because Pastor Tom, Kimberly, Pastor Nancy, Pastor Brenda, because we know there ain't no grave. Going to hold us back. Amen. Listen, there is no pandemic yeah. that is going to move us Amen. out of the Bay Area. Hallelujah. The most liberal area, literally, in the world yeah. is where you and I live. Yeah. But we're new, not moved by red, we're not moved by blue we're moved by him from above and until Jesus comes we're here we have gone where we're called and we bless God we are going to stay where we are stationed but if you don't have that on the inside it won't take anything to blow you away A lot of pastors, they set out to, to to start a church, and they don't do it by inward revelation. They do it by population. They take statistics and they do demographics. Well, this group would be nice to meet and I uh, uh, to reach, and I think I would fit well here. Well, that's all good and all wonderful, but you want a God fit, you don't want a demographic fit. You want to fit where God fits you. Yes. And it's like Chuck says, we need to get in where we fit in. Yeah. But I can't emphasize the importance of this. So vital. There are people literally that move out of locations where good word and Holy Ghost churches are for a few extra dollars in their bank account. Come on. Yeah. What is up with that? Now, if God instructs you to move and you have a church that you can trust and a church that you can go to and you've got inward revelation and inside information, then that's good. But you've got to live by your seamer. You know what I mean, your seamer? Whatever seems good. And the only way that we'll be able to ascertain what seems good is by spending time with the Spirit of God. So in closing tonight, let us pray for a few moments. How many of you are right now, right in the heart of making a major decision? Raise your hand. Praise God. Praise God. I want to ask you to Find a place of prayer. It might be, you know, at your seat. It might be that you're walking around for a few moments. But let us at least stand to our feet right now. Let's pray. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord Jesus, you emphasize, you made it so clear to us tonight what it takes, praise God, to ascertain the will of God. And so we come before you right now in the name of Jesus. And we come together and we join faith together with one another. Asking you tonight for clear direction. For clear leadings from the Spirit of the living God. I want you to take about five minutes and I just want you to pray right where you're at. Just go ahead and pray in the Spirit. Pastor Tom's going to come to the piano. Go ahead. I don't need to lead you in that. You just go ahead. Nezele combra te shalamande. O semalinde. Afatore ne mandore kapasole. Ah pakoteya. Amboloborokishteba. Yes, Father, we ask for supernatural divine wisdom in the name of Jesus. Sambrokapa Nishte Ekalatore Nisebandeya. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Lord. The entrance of your word, it gives light. Thank you for the word that gives light and thank you for the spirit of God who lives on the inside. Yes, Lord. Lord, help us to know before we go. Thank you, Lord. If something doesn't seem quite right, we're not going to move. For, Lord, we acknowledge that it's only in you that we live and we move and we have our very being. Oh, thank you, Lord. A prasondri e le bestele mo a e palando, e palando Praise God. We're preaching, we're praising, and now we're praying. We've done quite a bit of praying, but I think these last two or three minutes are so important. Get your heart, get your heart connected with the Father of Spirits in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you said out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. We also thank you that out of our inner man you said the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Oh, Father, we purpose in our heart, not only this during this time of prayer, but all day tomorrow, all the rest of this week, to cultivate the understanding that this God, by the Holy Ghost, lives inside of us. Help us, Lord. De Stemanaya not to be distracted by the darkness and the distractions of this age, Lord. Paque disteando, obra casiste mandaya, enle pasore, e calamas sonremediche, e Yeah, yeah, thank you. Mm. Glory, glory to God. Oh Thank you for the direction. Thank you for the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank Him in advance for the direction before you have the direction. Thank Him in advance before you know what exactly to do. Thank Him in advance and say, I'm led by the Holy Ghost. And I'll know exactly what to do. My head may not know, but my heart knows. And the wisdom of God is on the inside of me. And I draw it forth. I draw it out by praying in the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Glory to God. Did you have something, honey? Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. We've already heard it already, but
3: this is so important to lean not... To our own understanding, but in all of our ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct our yes, paths. He will. But yeah. this scripture came up in my heart. It's Proverbs 19:21. In the Amplified, it says, "Many plans are in a man's mind, yeah. but it's the Lord's purpose for him that will stand." Again, we're not going to lead, uh, be led out of our mind, but out of the passion. I love this. It says, "A person may have many ideas concerning God's plan." For His life, but only the designs of God's purpose will succeed in the end. Isn't that good? Yeah. A person may have many ideas. We sometimes think, well, I should do this. I should go there. I should do that. I should, you know, whatever. Yeah. Have all these ideas concerning yeah. God's plan for his life, but only the designs of his purpose will succeed in the end. How many of you want to live in success? How many of you want to walk in God's perfect, perfect will? Hallelujah. What He has designed and called us and equipped us to do. Well, those things are not up here in our head. They're no. not our ideas. They're right here so in our heart. And we're going to draw them yes, up yes, by yes. doing what we've heard tonight, waiting in His presence and praying in the Holy Ghost. Yes, Hallelujah.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So good. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So we're not led by opportunities, right? No. We're not head led. No. We're not money led. No. We're led by the Spirit of God. Amen. We're not led while so-and-so's doing it. Why don't I do it? No. We're led by the Spirit. Amen? That's a safe and sure thing. Amen? Glory to God. I love these prayer meetings. So good. It's so rich tonight, man. The praise, the worship, the exhortations, the prayer that went out for others, the things that Caleb said. Man, we've had a full feast tonight. Amen? Now just make the decision that I'm going to take what I've heard tonight and I'm going to act on it. Praise God. There's so many things, you know, so many things rolling in my heart. The time's getting away from us. But don't allow yourself to get up, to get into what I would call a hurry up offense. You know, we got to know this yesterday. So we better find out today. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, He that believeth shall not make haste. So Father, right now I pray over these precious ones tonight in the name of Jesus as they go their way, as they go home. Lord, may their sleep be sweet in Jesus' name. And may they wake up refreshed. And Lord, even give them night visions. Hallelujah. Give them supernatural godly dreams. And we are in agreement with you that His perfect will is being done in your life in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So good. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for joining us. You all have a good night. We will see many of you on Sunday morning. It's going to be awesome. We're always really happy to be in the house. Have a great evening.